Welcome to the Girls on Tour podcast with Mira Manga. Hello and welcome again to the Girls on Tour podcast, the podcast that interviews inspirational and excellent women all about their adventures in transit. This time I snagged Rowena Bird, co-founder of Lush, Makeup Maven and True Travel Bug. She's been to more places than anybody I know and has some great tips and wisdom to share. Have you ever wondered how to negotiate a giant pineapple into the cabin of a plane? No, me neither, but that's what we got. A shout out to our seagull friends who podcast bombed and made a rowdy appearance. Birds seem to love us. And without further ado, on to the podcast. So hello, I'm here with Rowena in her beautiful lab now. And thank you so much for seeing me to talk about Girls on Tour. You're welcome. <laughs> the reason I wanted to talk to you is mm. because your story at Lush, where we both work, is pretty much, well, it's it's full of travel, full of adventures. If I come into your office, there are like giraffes, there are pictures <laughs> and images from all around the world. I even have a unicorn. You have the unicorn, yay! <laughs> and you look after like so many of our international business partners and pretty much if we need to go know what's going on in the world, we kind of ask you what's happening. So I would love to know, where did your love for travel come from and when did it develop? I don't know, really. I think it's either, um, I could say my granddad, because he loved to travel. He never took a direct route <laughs> anywhere. He always went via somewhere and did something. Um, but I think for work, it really started when, um, in Cosmetics To Go, I got to travel to Tanzania mm. to climb Kilimanjaro. Oh, and um, which you can and, read all about in our book exactly. <laughs> and I got to go there and that was sort of it really it was like wow look at all these places you can go and things you can do and then the next big trip after that was the Galapagos wow so it was sort of you know I saved up quite well for that one but and and from those two trips really I think it was just I fell in love with it and that was what I wanted to do I wow. wanted to travel so, and how old were you, like, when you went on your first big trip? I mean, had you been abroad? With, I would you... have been 23, I think. Yeah. 23, 24. And before then, I hadn't travelled very much. My dad was Austrian, so we used to go to Europe, because we would oh. drive across um, to Austria every year. So, but that would have been it, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. the same as the, you no. know, African savannas and oh, all this. No. Lovely. Now, your life has kind of become... Obviously, Paul and their heart of lush, and you're here, but then a lot of the rest of the year you're traveling. So now that it's your job, inverted commas, job, do you, how do you feel? I've written my question. How do you feel about life on the open road, which makes it sound really romantic? <laughs> and is it something that you relish, or is it a necessary part of your job? It's funny, isn't it? It, it can be a mixture. You know, I, I always love the thought of it. Yeah. And and then when it comes to actually doing it, it can be a bit like, oh, I don't want to go now. Oh, yeah. But it's often because I have to leave my husband, Mike. And I really love him. I love being up <laughs> with Mike. So um, so that makes it difficult. But yeah. when I, then when I'm actually going, I yeah. love it. I love airports. I love looking at all the people. I don't like the travel to the airport and back again. Yeah, it's boring. That, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to live next to an airport, actually. That would be great. But I love being in the airport. I love getting onto the plane and settling into my seat. Yeah. And if I can get an upgrade, I really, really love that. <laughs> yeah, and, and then I love landing in new places and you get new smells. Mm. Um, awful and nice. <laughs> and new things to look at. I love a supermarket. Oh, yeah. 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 I, 
I always go with my bag half empty because I know that I'm going to buy stuff. You're going to fill it up. Oh, I can't have it. <laughs> I shop wherever I go. I love it. Oh, that's good advice. Keep your bag half empty. Oh, always. Always yeah. keep your bag half empty. And you can use those bags that squish all your clothing down so that it gives you more room because you haven't got the weight you've still got the same weight but you have got the room yeah and I have bought all sorts of things back never ever think that's too big to bring back <laughs> okay never because that's just ridiculous otherwise you spend all your time thinking I wish I'd bought this back yeah yeah I've bought big but the last thing I bought back actually was this really big like pineapple okay from Mexico <laughs> And it's pottery, and um, and it's beautiful. And, and yeah, two of the bits at the top were broken, but Mike fixed that. <laughs> and I got back. I've I've never not bought anything back. I think my um, I bought a whole heavy dinner service back from Brazil once, and I bought a three foot high pelican wow. out of wood <laughs> back from America. So, oh. yeah. So, so you're the one who always has to wait right at the end at the carousel Absolutely. for the, the no, bigger I bring baggage. No, Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I bring it back. And, and it's, if, you're, if you're really nice to the air hostesses and when yeah. you're checking in and you smile a lot, then quite often they'll yeah. get you away with it. Right. But if you're bullshit yeah. and you go in and want to and try to demand something, yeah. you know, it's their ultimate pleasure to go, no, we well. can't do that for you. But if you just smile and be really lovely... People let you away with a lot of stuff. They want to help you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm just loving this image of you wandering into the aircraft with a massive pineapple going, hello, <laughs> <laughs> good morning. <laughs> well, that's really lovely that you've given me those tips because one of the things I always do with the ladies I speak to is ask about what's your kind of tour or travel tip. And um, as a frequent traveller, what have you learned that's just really handy and you think everyone should do this to make it easier? To make it easier, get upgraded to a bed. <laughs> really, that is the best thing. If you if you can, if you, like collect your air miles. Yeah. I collect air miles religiously now. I didn't for a long time. Mm. And then Gavin and Anita and the team said, Ro, the amount of travel you do, you're bonkers not to collect them. Yeah. So collect those. And when I can use them, then I get upgraded. If you're doing a really long journey, if you can sleep on that, so if you're going to Korea yeah. or to Australia or you know any of those long distance ones anything really over eight hours if you can sleep it mm. when you get to the other end you're bright as a daisy you start working straight away yeah. and that's really important just hit the times. ground running yeah otherwise yeah. you you hit the ground and you're not effective yeah. for the first couple of days because you're too tired because you haven't had a good night's sleep and then you'll have arrived at the wrong time for your body and yeah. all the rest of it whereas if you can sleep all the way you can adapt so much quicker so, I think we should have a policy here where if it's over six hours, we get upgraded. I would love that policy. Yeah, I think it's important <laughs> because then you can work. You're more effective. Yeah. And then you can cut the time away down yeah. if you want to. The other thing that I always think is really important when you're traveling for work, and I encourage my team to do it, is if you're working Monday to Friday, stay the weekend. Oh, and yeah. actually see something of where you are because otherwise in our role we see the inside of the offices the inside of shops we don't necessarily or the inside of shopping malls mm. we don't necessarily see the beautiful cathedral or the building or the museum or whatever yeah. we might be interested in so I think it's really important to tag on yeah. a couple of days and and stay there and and yeah and it's more environmentally friendly because then you don't have to go back again if you don't want if you've seen all the main things do absolutely you? yeah you get so it. then you've saved the planet a flight 
Yeah. So that's a really nice tip. <laughs> Does make it sure. sound convincing? I think so. <laughs> I think it's a plan for life. Yeah. But it makes sense. Um, definitely mix your play with your work. Mm. And then what would you consider travel luxuries? You look after... A bed in the airplane. A bed. <laughs> but I'm thinking in terms of you are really into cosmetics and makeup and you mm. work on a lot of that here for Lush. Everything was lost. Your luggage was lost. What would be your must-have things that you'd be like, okay, everything else is gone, but this is what I need. And it can be like makeup or a luxury or a gadget, but... Oh, okay. Travel essentials. Um, my, my eyelashes... So they're, they're the, the, oh, you know, the, the, the individuals, a... yeah. Okay, they're so, not natural. No. Ooh. No, I put these on specially to flutter <laughs> at people when I get to the check-in. Ah, oh, clever. <laughs> <laughs> <Actual> planning. <laughs> Big your hair. Um, ultra bland. Yes. Because you can do anything with that. So if I was left anywhere on my own and I had ultra bland, it's, it's great. You can use... Thin layer as a moisturiser. You can put it through your hair if it mm. gets frizzy. You can cleanse your face, obviously. You can put sugar in it and make it into a scrub. Oh. So you could do absolutely everything you need yeah. with your Ultra Bland. And and probably lipstick. Yeah. Yeah, because with lipstick, you can put a little bit of blusher on and you put it on your lips. And, and a lipstick, if you've got the right shade, will just brighten up your face. I think it's a really important thing yeah. to have. Anyone should have lipstick. Do you know what? I, I just don't... I think I have never seen you without a beautiful lipstick on. No, you probably haven't. Never, ever. Opposite of me, just dragging myself down to the office. But yeah, okay. So those are two great tips. And I will put a little bit about Ultra Bland at the end of the podcast for those who are not Lushies. You sad people. Yeah. Bless you. What's wrong? Where have you been? <laughs> I know. We're, in, we're Missing we're, out on we're life. all over the world now. How could you have missed us? Okay, so... Um, we talked, we mentioned Mike earlier, your lovely husband. Mm. And one of my questions is, because lots of girls and boys experience this, a partner who travels or they have to travel. Mm. So how do you manage relationships on the road? So if you're away for a few weeks, like how do you keep that connection? I wouldn't go away for a few weeks. Two weeks is the longest I would do. When I had to go and work in Japan, I took him with me. We were there for a month. Yeah. And that was great. And um, so Mike came with me. I phone him every day. And we don't, we don't speak for ages. I'll phone him in the morning to say good morning. And yeah. I phone him at the end of the day to say good night. And at some stage through there, we might send a text with, you know, thinking of you, love yeah. you. Um, but he's at home and he's busy. Yes. So he loves renovating houses. We live in the house that we, as we renovate it. And I think, <clears throat> so for him, it's like, oh, I rose away. What can I get done in the house? So <laughs> it's like, ta-da, when oh, she wow. gets back. And uh, yeah, so quite often, you know, I'll say to him, what have you done today? Oh, nothing much. And he will have stripped something, built something. Wow. Yeah, he'll have done something amazing. And then when I come back, it's like the house has leapt on. And because I'm not there, he doesn't stop. So yeah. he gets up early and then he works till late. So, Aww. yeah, so it's important that I do come home. Otherwise, he just doesn't <laughs> stop. <laughs> he just keeps going. <laughs> But how exciting. That's like changing rooms in oh, your yeah. own house. Oh, it's great. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're going to be busy away. You know he's happy and busy at home mm. and you're constantly touching base. Yeah. So that works. Yeah. yeah, you have to. And then when you come back, you yeah. have to put your phone away and you have to be 100% focused yeah. on your relationship. You just have to. Yeah. So if I'm coming back on Friday night, I don't. it doesn't matter whether I've got a report to write up or any of those sorts of things. Yeah. I can't worry about doing the washing, the unpacking, anything. I mm. have to just think it just now has to be Mike time. 
Oh, and he that. has to feel like I've come back and I'm back home with him, not yeah. back home still in work mode. Not back home washing your undies. No, no. you just can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. Oh, well, those, yeah, they're lovely. Thank you. Um, now, again, so talking to an experienced traveller such as yourself, um, for somebody who might be nervous about travelling, I would love for you to express, because quite often I've heard mm-hmm. you just be really enthusiastic. What is it that travel gives to you? Why is it worth taking that scary step? And but in particular, going by yourself. So when a work opportunity comes up and mm. you can go to Paris and you're thinking, oh God, but I don't know if I can do that by myself. Like, how would you kind of inspire that person? Oh, so it's really difficult, isn't it? Because I, I just get full of the excitement of the fact that I can go somewhere new. And then you get to see so many different things. So you get to eat new food. There's new smells. There's new shops. You know, you're, you're, and it's really lovely when you find shops that aren't the normal run of the mill. Yeah. Um, and if you love shopping, then that's amazing. But please always carry your foldable, recyclable bag so you don't have to take bags when you travel. Um, I just, you just have to think of all the things, all the lovely things that could happen, and not, not and not the scary things. Yeah. The scary things don't happen if you're sensible. Don't go out at midnight walking in areas that you don't know. Yeah. Don't always take a licensed cab. I am a big scaredy cat, in actual fact, mm. but it doesn't stop me going somewhere. And if you want to travel on your own for holidays, go with a group. There's you know, a company called Explore. I love travelling with them. There's, there's small groups, about 12 to 18 people. You're with people that are like-minded. Mm. And because... Quite often they're all singles as well, yeah. and it's not it's not a singles trip. It's just travellers who want to go, and then they've organised it all for you and they take you around and do all the things. So never be put off by travel. My first travel was started with that kind of company, well, with Explore, where you would meet then like like minded people. Yeah. And then you hear where they've been, and you hear the exciting stories of things that they've done. Yeah. And you think, now I want to go there. Yeah. And now I want to go here. And and your list just builds yeah. to what you want to do. And then you buy a book with all the countries in the world. And then you tick them off like <laughs> oh, crazy. God. And then you flip through and think, where haven't I gone? And where do I need to go now? How far through that book are you? Three quarters of the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. About halfway, I think. I've done about 107 countries 107. now. 107. But there's three different lists. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So what what are the three different lists? There's a list of there is a general list of countries, but then there's a list of of countries that belong to other countries but are still countries. So yeah. the Falklands, for instance, in one list doesn't count okay, because yeah, it belongs yeah, yeah. to the UK. Mm-hmm. But how can you not tick the Falklands as somewhere amazing that you've been? Well, well exactly, you can't. So you no. have to go onto that list, don't you? <laughs> so yeah, you've yeah. got your two lists that you work through. Oh, gosh, well if I can get hold of that, listeners, I will publish the list. <laughs> That would be amazing. So, um, what's your worst travel experience? Um, no, because I just you have to turn them into funny experiences and just yes. stories, don't you? I mean, if any advice, the last time I went to South America a couple of months back with Karen Stephen Simon, and I wore heels to travel in. Oh, wedges because <laughs> they're actually usually quite comfy. But I wore wedges, and our luggage got lost. I am stuck in the Atacama Desert in oh. heels. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then, and because I don't like trainers, but I had to go out and buy a pair. Oh, God. It nearly killed me, the fact that I was going to have to buy a pair of trainers. So, you know, but it was funny. You know, we yeah. had to buy, we had to buy boys' pants. They were the only pants you could get, <laughs> me and Karen. Um, Karen and I ended up wearing the same sort of clothes. Oh, matching. <laughs> twins. Um, but it just, you know, wearing the same clothes for three days 
isn't much fun and washing your knickers out at night. But it didn't matter. It was funny yeah. and it was part of the whole experience. And now that's just becomes a story, doesn't it? And, and it's lovely. And we've had money nicked out of the, the safe and all that sort of stuff. You know, we had money stolen when we were in Africa, out of the actually out of the hotel safe. Oh, gosh. But what you just hope is that I really hope somebody did something positive with that. Oh, I love that. I love that attitude. You know, I really hope they did. Because yeah. for me, I can replace that money. Yes. And for them, it will have meant quite a, a big difference, a big I would have yeah. thought, because it was about 60 quid. So, yeah. you know, for me, 60 quid, yeah, that's a lot of money. But for them, it was a lot more. And I hope yeah. they did something good with it. Okay, well, to finish this amazing podcast, amazing because Rose so good, not because I'm blowing my own horn here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love to hear from one of your favourite or your best travel experiences or about your favourite place. I don't know, that's Ooh, a hard question. It is a hard question. You can say a few. Yeah, oh, good, okay. <laughs> right, so um, the Galapagos Islands, because it was like a religious experience. Wow. It was the most amazing place to be. And then um, Botswana, if anyone ever wants to go on safari, go to Botswana. Don't. I mean, there's lots of other places to go which are beautiful, but Botswana is just the most amazing, amazing place. And you get to go in a small aircraft. That's always good fun. One of your favourites. Yeah, one of my <laughs> favourites. But really, anywhere is lovely. It doesn't matter where you are. You can be in a city or you can be in the countryside. For me, I love going places where I can see big pictures big skies Mm. so I can see for a long way I can see wide in a city you can't in the same way so I don't think you get to think as well in a city but that's not to say that a city can't be inspirational yeah but when you go somewhere where you can see big and wide you love those horizons I do I really love it and um, and then looking out of an airplane you can daydream and ideas come to you and and I love it. I find traveling really inspirational. You just never know who you're going to meet, yeah. what you're going to do, what you're going to eat. It's just, everything can be so exciting. And you might find that you don't actually like the food and you're a bit hungry. But <laughs> that's all right, because then you lose a bit of weight. <laughs> but everywhere's got chocolate and you can always get chips. Yay. So, you know, it's pretty much don't ever be frightened about anything when you travel. Yeah. Or take snacks. Thank you so, so much for the time with me. And I'm sure that's persuaded everybody listening that travel is extremely exciting and fun. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Mira Manga and the Girls on Tour podcast. Wow. Well, if that doesn't make you want to run to the internet and book a trip immediately, I do not know what will. You can follow Rowena on her Instagram at Rowena Bird. And I've popped a few pics and tidbits all to do with our chat on the Girls on Tour Facebook page. So take a look. If you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at girlsontourpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Some gratitude to Bill Goldsmith of Radio Paradise. Check out his Sublime station online. Rodri for the theme song. Abby from abigailbalf.com for our logo. And of course... Charlie Moores, who I regularly deliver hay bales to, that he has to weave into podcast gold. Um, Next week, it's our first Boy on Tour podcast when I interview rock and roll legend Tommy Stinson, ex of The Replacements and Guns N' Roses. It's a good interview. You'll enjoy it. So be sure and come back next time. Till then, happy trails. And I'll see you in episode four of the Girls on Tour podcast. Bye. Girls on Tour. Now